Thanks for listening to our Faith Church podcast. Let's listen to today's message. Praise God. This has been a wonderful time together. How many have been in most of the services along with that? How many have been in most of the services? Glory to God. And we thank you for your faithfulness. And I like the drummer. I still like him. His beard's looking better every day. Oh, we have Brother Melvin with us. And we love him too. And all the singers. So you can't have a meeting like this without everybody releasing their gift. As a people, we come to worship. That's a gift God's given you to praise him. And things happen. I've never seen so many unusual words the Lord gave me like he did in the last few days. I'll never forget the night I'm talking about submarines. And I said to my wife, is there something wrong? Check my fever. Amen. I didn't have one. Thank God. And then it became the headlines. Isn't it something how the Lord will show you things before they happen? How many are glad for that? God will show you things before they happen. And professor, it may not make any sense. We're so glad to have the Methodist church represented today. Amen. He used to kid me. He said, why do you say I'm Methodist? Amen. Well, we'll see when we get to heaven. Which door you go in? Glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. I love him. But we need to be encouraged in this final hour. And there is a word God has. And I had an unusual thing happen. I told the people this. When I came into this year, my wife and I fasted and prayed for this particular year. And he told me, he said, I don't want you preaching sermons. I mean, the Lord knows I put all my sermon notebooks on the shelf and left them home all this year. He said, I want you to have the word of the Lord in your mouth. And I'll be honest, that puzzled me. What does that mean? And then God gave me the understanding. Every time you stand before people, I have a customized word for the people that are sitting in front of you. And so that made it more personal. Young folks call it being interactive. I don't play enough video games, so I don't know how to interact with anything. Glory to God. I'm doing good to stay married 44 years to that pretty girl. Amen? And thank God for it. But the Lord spoke to me Friday night, and he said, I want to release a healing anointing in the services on Sunday so that my children will never be bothered by diseases that are life-threatening or sicknesses that would shorten their life. And I got that in my spirit, Sister Jasmine. And when God speaks to you like that, and you get that word, it means he's revealing his will for your life. What is God's will? His will is that we live long on the earth. With long life will I satisfy you. But what good does it do to live long if your quality of life is not good? Are you listening to me? He not only wants you to live long on the earth, but David said, I've been young and now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. God has provision. Lift your hand and say, Lord, I receive my healing provision. Say it again. I receive my healing provision. 
You see, you're too late to tell me it doesn't work. I've seen God work at these 47 years. Miracle after miracle. My wife and I were in Virginia, and a young African-American girl, I forget her name, but so sweet, she loved me, and she said, Look, Brother Ted, I don't have an eye. And the socket was empty. You remember this, Bonnie. No eye in the socket. But she said, I see you with this one. And I thought, oh, how sweet. And that was your daughter the Lord touched the other night. I was verifying it with her. But you see, God loves our children. God really loves families. Aren't you glad? Well, she came through the prayer line that particular night. And I said, hey, sweetie, what do you want? She said, would you ask Jesus to give me an eyeball? What am I going to tell her? Uh, I don't know if you're going to get one. No, I would never say that. Why? Because I believe God can do anything. So I took a little oil on my fingers. I was almost tempted to stick my finger right in that empty socket, but I didn't. So I anointed around her eye socket. And I said, Lord, make a new eye for this little girl. Honor her faith. Well, she went on. And someone said, did you see an eye come in her socket afterwards? I said, no, no, but I believe. See, I learned a lesson about healing. And that is, whatever you ask God in faith, never say, well, I must not have got it. If it doesn't show up immediately. The difference between healing and miracles, miracles are instantaneous. The miracle book in the New Testament is the Gospel of Mark. The key words are forthwith, straightway, immediately. And the word immediately characterizes the working of miracles. You pray and right then the deaf ear comes open. You pray right then the blind begin to see. Right then people receive their miracle. The working of miracles. It works. And if you were here this week, you saw some people. The more that we worked with them, it took a few moments. But the miracle would work. Amen. And I love so much Sister Mary. God bless her. Her faith. And she got a touch. Amen. Isn't that right? And that was the working of miracles because she began to hear, even hear me better. Uh, whatever night that was. I think Thursday. But Friday night. Yes. So thank God for that. Amen. Plus the other things that we prayed. Well, there are also another gift of the Spirit for your body called the gift of healing or gift of healings, plural, 1 Corinthians 14. Well, the Bible gives us this in Luke's gospel. And again, when Jesus, the second miracle he performed was to pray for a nobleman's son, the Bible says when he prayed, even Jesus, from that hour, the son or the boy got better. Didn't happen immediately. But the Bible says, King James, he began to amend or get better from the moment that Jesus prayed. Well, if that's what it did and worked in Jesus' ministry, that same working is in our lives today. When we pray today, from that moment, you're going to begin to get better. And others will get it instantly by the will of God and also, I believe, by the release of our faith. Well, how do you release your faith? By your speaking. Now, in John chapter 2, this was the first miracle of Jesus. And Jesus goes to a wedding in Cana of Galilee. And the Bible says when he gets there, 
They ran out of wine. Obviously, they weren't Italian. When I first started preaching, I found out some of the Italian saints were sipping saints. Amen. Well, the mother of Jesus comes to him and says, they have no wine. Interesting response. If I did it, my mother would whack me. He said, basically, leave me alone. It's not yet my time. You try pulling that on my mama, she will whack you in the head. Amen. But she ignored him. He said to her, woman, you don't call your mother woman. Woman, what do I have to do with you? That seems rude, doesn't it? But see, she was pulling on the nature of God in Christ. And what we need to learn from this is you can release your faith and move Jesus for you. Someone say, well, Lord, I'm waiting on you. No, he's waiting on you to move him. I can prove it to you. In the Bible, the Bible says Jesus finishes preaching, gets out of the boat, comes on the land, and a man comes up to him, and he said, my daughter is lying at home, and she's close to death. And he said, I want you to come. And Jesus said, I'll come with you. And he start walk, uh, walking with the man towards uh, their home when all of a sudden the Bible says a woman touches him and it says he turned himself about he was going this way but the faith that she touched him with turned him around and he comes to her and the Bible says virtue had gone out of him and the woman was made whole of the plague you can literally touch Jesus and get him to turn in your direction can you say amen a lot of times we think these things, well, God knows what I need and God knows what I'm going through. Of course he does. He has all knowledge. But there is a point where you've got to release your personal faith towards Jesus Christ to receive the promises of God. Can you say amen? You can sit around and play church and go through the form, the ceremony, the motions, and never receive a thing from God. But the thing that I like about a customized word, the word of the Lord, is that at that moment you can move God on your behalf. He hears the cry of those that reach out to him. The Bible says when this poor man cried, the Lord heard him and delivered him out of all his distress. Come on, shout hallelujah. He hears your cry. Come on, raise your hand and say, Lord, hear me today. You, myself, we initiate the miracle. How? His mother told him what the condition was. Then she gave instruction. Whatsoever, whatever he says to you, do it. I've said for years, Nike owes the mother of Jesus royalties. Whatever he says to you, do it. <clears throat> wow. And Jesus, who said, it's not yet my time. He said, fill water pots with water. When they did, he said, now take it to the feast. Take it to the governor of the feast. When they did, 
and they partook. They said, you have kept the best wine until now. Where did that wine come from? It was water. A guy said to me, this proves it's all right. He was Italian. He said, this is, proves it's all right to drink wine, Brother Shuttlesworth. I said, look, you go home. I don't care how much water you draw out of the tap. If it turns into wine, drink it all. If not, you're drinking water. Hallelujah. He wasn't going to get me on that. And the Bible says it was the best. Your best life is created by your words. And your words have to line up with Christ's word. Or it won't work. So what did Jesus say? Every one of you in here need to be asking yourself, what is Jesus saying right now at this hour that we're living in? What is the Lord saying in this hour that we're walking on the earth? What is the word of the Lord for me? Make it personal. Lord, what is it you have for me? What should I be saying? What should I be talking about? How shall I speak? How should I have the best life now? And the way you have the best life now is by your confession. Faith comes by a confessed word. Hearing the word brings faith. Can you say amen? The word of God. But then again, the Bible says in Romans that if you're going to receive, you got to believe it in your heart and speak it with your mouth. Verse 8 says, but what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth. And some of you, the reason you have problems, the reason you battle chronic disease and sickness and you battle fear about what's going on now is because you're letting the wrong words come out of your mouth. Stop talking like the world. Stop talking like unbelievers. Stop talking about the like the devil's crowd. Start saying what God's word says. Talk like Jesus. There is nothing too hard for God. If God said it, he will do it. If he spoke it, he will bring it to pass. Change your language. Change your confession. Speak the word of God in trouble. Speak the word of God in difficulty. Speak the word of God in the good times. Speak the word of God when it seems bad, but keep saying what God says and your water will turn into wine. You will receive your miracle and it will always be the best you've ever had. Raise your hands and praise God. Everybody say the best is yet to come. I've heard that but I didn't know how to get it. By your, by your mouth. Confession. I didn't forget the little girl. Bonnie and I went back a year later. You remember this, dear? And she met us at the door of the church. She came up and she said, now I know who Earl is, but Dwayne, here's what she said. Look, I have an eyeball growing. You could have knocked me down. I knew it wasn't my faith. That was one of the hardest prayers I ever prayed. She showed Sister Bonnie. She showed me what it looked like looked like a little round pearl. It was white in the back of her socket. And she was so proud of that. Can you imagine that, sir? I mean, I'm preaching every week, but it even shook my faith. But see, she had faith like a child. She said, I want Jesus to give me an eyeball. Oh, that was beautiful. I got happy. We had such a good meeting. Pastor Martin was the name of the pastor. He said, come on back in about six months. Let's hit it again. So I went back. 
and she was at the door. She said, look. Now she had a full eyeball with brown, whatever you call that, not the iris, but whatever that is, the part, and an eye. And she said, I can see light and shadows. Remember that? And I was testing her. I mean, she's maybe, what, 12, 13, little girl. And I saw something about the nature of God, folks. We go to church. We sing a song. Pray a prayer. Then go live our lives all through the week. Sometimes living far below the privilege that we have as God's children because we don't talk right. We don't walk right. We're not living right. Oh, but that little girl somehow, I don't know how it, when I get to heaven, I'm going to be excited to find out how that worked. Amen. All I know is I did what the Bible says. I anointed her with oil around that eye socket. But you see, that's the only part you have to be concerned about. The Bible then says, then the Lord shall raise them up. It's God's job to finish what is in you for the good. Oh, faithful is he, the Bible says, that calls you, who also will do it. Glory to God. I am confident of this one thing, that he that has begun a good work in you, he'll perform it until the day Jesus comes to get you. Do you ever get discouraged? Do you ever feel like, why am I going through it? Don't talk it. Don't talk the mess. Don't talk about failure. Don't talk about what you went through. But remember what the Bible says. If he started you out, he's going to help you to finish. Hallelujah. He that hath begun a good work in you shall perform it till the day you see Jesus. I come to tell you this gospel I preach that the blood of Christ is so powerful there is a turning around agent in it that's working in you right now. The devil has got you going this way but your confession turns Jesus your way. Everything's turning around for your good. Can you shout hallelujah? The working of miracles began when she said whatever he says do it. And when they did it, they got the miracle. The modern day church is half backslid. How do you know, Brother Shuttlesworth? Listen to them talk. Well, I was just at my doctor. And he said, if I don't do this, then I'm, on, I'm oh, I'm blah, 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 blah. You might as well just go out and jump off a cliff. If you're going to put your faith in a man, men make mistakes. Are you hearing me? People will use you. Read a story. You young folks, you won't know this. Read it. About the Tuskegee experiments. How men decided they were going to work. And they brought great damage to a whole group of people. African American folk. Why did they do it? Government said, oh, this will work. What happened? It didn't work, and they destroyed hundreds and hundreds of men. You know what the problem with the church is? You got your faith in government when you should have it in God. And I figure after 47 years of preaching, I'll get away with that. Amen. 
I'm so sick and tired of getting little book reports from Christians about the latest thing that's going on. Would you straighten your backslidden carcass up and begin to live right and talk right and do what the Bible says? I don't care what man says. I don't care what man says he'll do to you. If God be for you, who can be against you? You're already on the winning side. Put not your confidence in men nor trust in princes. But the Bible says my help is in the Lord God. God Almighty, who made the heaven and the earth. Jesus is powerful. Can you say amen? And my confession, your confession should be, if God is for us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. And by your words, Jesus said, you're justified. And by your words, you're condemned. God doesn't determine that. You do with your mouth. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. Play a little bit more of that, Pastor Steve. I love that song. Jesus. Lift your hand and say, it's Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, praise his name. Don't let the devil trick you up with your mouth. Say good things about people. Say good things about yourself. Always say good things about the Lord. I don't know why the Lord let me go through it. He didn't. You went through it because of your own unbelief. He's willing that none should perish. You listen to half the preaching nowadays. I don't even believe they're preachers. No gospel, no Bible, no scripture. But the word is what remolds our lives. Oh, hallelujah. I was praying for you the other night and your friend. And some people said, why did you rebuke that fella? Because he was fighting the anointing. Your friend, is she here this morning that was standing next to you? Come here a minute. He sat there, his arms crossed, acting like he knew everything. I almost bounced him out of here. What I told you the other night, was it true? Now, I didn't tell you this part. Take a step of faith. But I saw this morning you received it. Talking about this area of your stomach, right? Yes. What I didn't tell you, the devil is trying to put cancer on you. And I knew I had to press in. And I felt that thing fighting me, that whatever was in him. But I pressed in for you and then her. I don't care what people think. You're going to leave her whole, see? So I prayed, and you went down in the spirit. I looked to finish my prayer. I couldn't find it. Then I saw these flip-flops, and she was on the ground. She flipped and flopped. Amen. I promise you what we prayed on Friday night. The Lord did the work. And, and I don't care if the devil tries to come back. All that problem that I spoke to you, that was a revelation of the spirit. Because you never told me. But I would imagine Saturday was a great day for you. <laughs> and you could tell the difference. You shall live long on the earth. Lift your hand and thank God with her. So you see, you got to make up your mind. You're not going to be deterred by people. But you press in. May I pray for you now, sir? Stand, please. I don't think I know you. Maybe I do, but I don't remember you. God bless you. 
I'm what they call the evangelist, maybe. Amen. What's your name, sir? Charles. Charles, beautiful name. Charles is in charge. My coat off. I'm not asking permission. I'm just asking, do you mind? Amen. If you say, yes, I do, then I'll send you the cleaning bill. This is a nice man. I don't know him. But Brother Charles, it's turning for you right now. Thank you. You've had opposition. So much so, you got very discouraged and said, where is God in all this? Amen. Isn't that true? Yes, sir. One thing after another began to go wrong. Everybody sees you're a young man. You're not that old. But the devil began to work. One of the things was in your eyes. And I'm going to bind that affliction, irritation, allergy, problems like that, that you've had to deal with. And here's the fall coming on. And you're not going to go through what you've gone through other fall and winter time. You believe that? Yes. Pretty good so far? Amen. Your liver needs a touch. Did you know that? Uh, yes. Well, I'm going to just let me finish it. But you did know about your liver needing a touch. The Lord told me, I see numbers, one, two, three. It's like somehow they gauge something that affects the liver. And the, the, the one that's three is being broken off. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Now, see, I'm not a doctor. Right now I'm speaking to you by the Holy Spirit. I know none of these things other than what God would show me. But for you today, he's going to give you the working of miracles because he told me, he said, tell him I'm going to give him a new liver. Amen. Amen. Would you receive it? Amen. Now, every time you pray, you feel a little hindrance because of a habit that you've allowed. And you say, I got to get rid of this. I got to, I can't be bound by this. Isn't that right? I curse the taste of it on your lips and tongue. I command the unclean lust for this come out in Jesus name. He shall never be bound again by this habit. You felt that, didn't you? Yes, I did. And you're a big man. But the Lord is bigger than any problem we could ever go through. Next time you go back to your doctor, the numbers in the blood will be okay. The liver is touched and healed. Do you believe that? Yes. When's the last time you had a physical? Do you remember? Just recent. I, I was diagnosed with uh, stage four cancer. Right? 2000 when? 2016. And it affected your body, but in particular, it was trying to mat, uh, get into the liver. And uh, this is what the Lord has just given you a new one. Amen. I don't know what all those numbers I saw, but I saw the number three. Whatever the, uh, you said, stage four. I have stage four. I don't. I don't claim it, but the doctor said I have stage four. Right. And that's how they do that. One, two, three, four. Uh -huh. But whatever you have, I saw the number three. So that cancels four out immediately. Amen. Which means you're getting better. Where it was getting into your liver and also another part of your body. The prostate area. The Lord is healing you completely. See, that's why I called you out. I knew it was your day to be healed. I also knew the devil condemned you in your mind because of a habit. 
That's true, isn't it? Yes. Because when you try to pray, say, I can't get healed, I'm bound by. That's all I'm going to say on the mic, but right? Right. So that should give you encouragement. He, do, he doesn't know me. He didn't know what I was going through. And obviously, I'm not a doctor. And he told me what was wrong. And he, how many heard him say, they told him four, but I saw the number stop at three, which means if it was four, it's going the other way now, see? Healing of the cancer. Glory. I bind it. I cast the spirit of infirmity out of your body in the mighty name of Jesus, Charles. You foul spirit of infirmity that causes the cancer, I command you to go out into the deep. Report to your master, Satan. You fail in your mission to kill Charles. Glory, 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 glory. Do you go to this church? First time, welcome. You're now, I make you officially a member. Amen. Because you need to hear the word of God. Amen. And uh, you know this woman? Your sister. I didn't know who she was. She and the Lone Ranger always throw me a curve when they're masked. Amen. Everybody give the Lord a hand for Charles. Come on, lift your hands. Oh, where the healing, where waters flow, Charles, where the joys forever glow, you get happy, where there's peace and rest and love, well, it's where the healing waters flow. See, there's a river that flows from Calvary to the earth. There is a river the streams thereof make glad. Now, I'm commanding you in a nice sense. Get in this church. Get your Bible. Do you have a Bible? Get your Bible. Whenever. Now, this guy's like my son in the gospel. And I've worked with him since he was young. And he used to travel and help me. Now he's pastoring. And I know he's got a good, sure word of God. If the doctor said, I need you here Monday in the waiting room, you'd be there. Well, now you're in God's waiting room. Amen. Don't miss when the doors are open for a long life. Get in here and receive the word. That way the devil can't come back and steal your healing that you got today. Isn't that beautiful? God bless him. Come on, lift your hand and thank God. Everybody say where the healing waters flow. Where the joy. See how it works? God healed you of cancer. Then he has to heal him. See, there's an order to the Spirit. I, I, I can stay another month and teach this. Where there's peace and rest and love, where the healing waters flow. Stand, little sister. Power of God's on you. Can you come over this way? Thank you. Say it again. Where the healing waters flow, where the joy forever close where there's peace rest and love where the healing waters flow hello buddy how you doing you remember me good i saw you friday you better everybody stretch your hand towards this lovely lady you go to this church ma'am 
We love you. God bless you. I won't do this. Put your hand right here on your chest. The Lord's going to strengthen you and your body. First thing I'm going to pray is your heart receive a supernatural touch. Is that all right? And sometimes this feeling in your chest, sometimes it feels like it's racing or something, right? The Lord's going to heal that. You have one blockage. God's opening up into the heart. I don't know if you've been to a doctor or been examined, but I see in the spirit, the Lord's going to open that artery up and your blood flow will be normal. In your case, sometimes the blood pressure drops on you and you don't feel quite right. You don't know what it is, even though they would say your blood pressure is too high or whatever. But you see, it's up and down. That's the difference. Man can't fix that. Medicine can't fix it. God's going to fix it. You believe that with me? God is recreating in your knee a problem that has developed in the last couple of years. And that knee is going to be restored by the power of God. Do you believe that? And uh, this will keep you from knee surgery. You may have contemplated that. I don't know. But I tell you, God's already thought for you. I'm going to heal that little girl. Amen. You shall be the healed of God. Your family is getting ready to come back into the gospel. You've been much concerned in your prayers over them. And the Lord is pulling on family right now. So when you leave today, just begin to confess. My family's going to make it in. You're going to be like Noah. They're all coming in. Isn't it beautiful? And you can see she's a nice lady. Glory to God. Take my hand, Father, in Christ's name. I release healing into her heart. Now, I want to pray for one last thing. In your head, that feeling that went through you just the other day, you didn't know what it was. You, I think you're in the kitchen or something. I see you going into this room, and you felt it come on your head, right? I rebuke stroke. It shall not manifest in your body. In the name of Christ, the head of the church. Everybody say, she's a wonderful woman. God has touched her today. Well, where the healing waters flow, where the joy forever glows, where there's peace and rest in love. Well, where the healing waters flow. Well, where the healing waters flow, where the joy forever glows. Well, where there's peace rest in love where the healing waters flow where the healing waters flow well where the joy forever glow well where there's peace and rest in love where the healing water flow come on clap your hands where the healing water flow where the joy Whoa.
preached on 26 miracles and the word of the Lord was the time is coming when God is going to lift the veil and everybody in the body of Christ will be healed preparing for the coming of Christ there will not be one spot wrinkle or blemish the Bible says not one sickness, disease or affliction that time is coming where God's going to help his people how many of you say, I receive it? Now in this service, the Lord said, I want you to do it like a miracle service. This is what I do. I exhort a healing word. I demonstrate by the gifts, the knowledge of God. Then I pray a prayer for everyone that's in the meeting that's sick, disease. I don't care if you've been sick 20 years. This anointing will blow it right out of you. I want every one of you, you're battling something physically, stand on your feet, please. We're going to break this thing off. Now take a look around. I would say two-thirds of the church needs healed. But in the book of James, he said, is there any sin? They weren't even sure. But if you are, call on the elders of the church. We got to break this thing off. I said we got to break this thing off. I'm here to minister to you. Ushers, you're going to have to move quickly and help me. Every one of you that are standing, we're going to form a line all the way across. And then a second one behind that. Once that's full, the ushers will help you. I'm going to personally lay my hands on people and pray. How many believe that's all right? Now, hold steady, girls. Here's what the Bible says. The Bible says... And if you've committed sins, you're to confess them and then pray that you may be healed. How many of you are here this morning say, I need to get my life right with Jesus Christ. And I need to get everything out of the way that would hinder me from serving the Lord. Just lift your hand where you're at, sitting or standing. Thank you, Charles. Yes, ma'am, back there. Yes. Who else? You yes, sir. God bless you. You look nice, by the way. Who else? You say there's some things I need. Yes, sir. God bless you, son. This is, this is critical, see, to get people set free. We treat people with love. We treat people with respect. Because that's why Jesus went to the cross. And when he shed his blood, he said, then said, that makes you valuable. Everybody say, I'm valuable to God, to others. Who else should you lift your hands with these men and this lady? Because this is very important. I pray this first. Very important. All right. You that lifted your hand, come down here and stand with me, and I'm going to pray personally just for you. Come on, Charles, sir, ma'am, sir, come on, young fella, come on. Hallelujah. Everybody lift your hands and thank God for people that have this desire. New York Knicks. When I grew up, that was my favorite team. Willis Reed, Walt Frazier, Dave DeBusher, 
Bill Bradley. Pretty good. See, I can still remember. Earl of Pearl Monroe played for a while. Who else? We love you. Hey, my buddy's back. Glory to God. Just going to pray a simple prayer. You're going to release your faith. Jesus is going to touch you. You believe that? All what I call goofing off is over. Like Brother Charles, we're going to get this right. For him, it means keeping his healing that the Lord gave him today. For you, I don't know what it means, but it's important. You ready to pray? All right, everybody pray this out loud with all of us. Say, Dear Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I've come today expecting to receive from the Lord. You have touched me by your Holy Spirit. And I see my need to get things right with you. I confess with my mouth, Jesus, you are my Lord. And I believe, Father, you raised him from the dead just for me. Right now, sin's power is broken in Jesus' name. Amen. I am free. Say it. I am free. Clap your hands because it's so. It's so. It's done. Everybody say it's done. Thanks again for listening to our Faith Church podcast. We are so glad you chose to listen to this message. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast to receive notifications when we release new content. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Faith Church Rock to find out more information about what is currently happening at Faith Church.